20 minutes of daily activity, including strength exercises and eating more protein. A new study by Irish medical professionals has found that could be the key to reversing frailty and building resilience in older people. The study is published today in Age and Ageing, the official journal of the British Geriatric Society. We'll talk to its lead author shortly, but first let's hear the reaction of some older people with our reporter Ashton Maloney. I'm not over 65, I'm 83. Are you conscious of frailty? Are you conscious of becoming more frail as you get uh, older? Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed it yourself? Yeah, we were dancing tango last night and it was tough. Yeah. Well, you're very active then, are you? Well, we were well, before we were. COVID. Okay. We were before COVID. Well, so dancing is obviously a part of your activity. So do you feel you're fairly active for your age? Oh, well, dancing and walking. Yeah. You know, yeah. walk. Dancing and walking have to walk every day. And I did Joe Wicks all during COVID, yeah, yeah. And you found Each that day. Oh yeah, to keep active because we couldn't do anything else. Yeah. How often do you exercise or is it something you're every conscious day. of? Every day. What every do you day. do, I suppose? Walk. Walk, walk, walk. walk. How do you oh, feel yes. after a walk? Invigorated. Okay. Stronger than before. Wide awake, alert. Yeah. Do you I walk every day, not as fast as she walks, <laughs> but I walk at my own pace and I'm happy that I'm able to walk. And I miss if I don't walk. And you, you feel the benefits of it? Oh, sure. Okay. Sure, just even being out in the fresh air and, you know, just being able to move. I walk every day. Well, every single day, if I can, yes. I do uh, exercises that have been given by a physiotherapist. I do them at home. And uh, I'm now over 85 and I've had... Um, I've had cancer twice and um, chest problems, but I feel good. And I am absolutely convinced that the exercise is part of the answer. And it's raining here now, but you're still out for your your walk. Oh, well, I have gear. I have the walking gear. So I go out good, bad or indifferent. Uh, A positive addiction. Walkers in Dublin with our reporter Ashling Maloney yesterday. John Travers is here. He's a GP in Dublin. He's the lead author of this study. Uh, Dr. Travers, good morning. Thank you very much for coming in us today. And tell us more. What did you do in this study and what did you find out? Well, we set out to test the myth that frailty, as most people believe it to be, an inevitable and irreversible part of ageing. And we wanted to see if a very simple, home-based, free intervention could in fact reverse frailty despite what people tend to believe about it. So... You chose, was it just over 150 people? What did you get them to do and what did you find out? Yeah, we ran a clinical trial, a randomised clinical trial, and we split the people into two groups. One group just uh, underwent usual care and the other undertook simple resistance-based exercises and they also were encouraged to have sufficient protein in their diet. And at the end of three months, we found that those people who had done the exercises and had sufficient protein in their diet, that there was a profound difference to their overall strength, their frailty status, their bone mass, unbelievably, their uh, speed of walking and their activity level. And there was a significant difference between the two groups from this very simple, low cost, enjoyable to do intervention. What sort of range of ages are we talking about here? The average age of our group was 77, but we included people in the study, anybody over the age of 65. This was in six general practices across Dublin, Meath and Wicklow. And it was uh, with input and support from geriatrician colleagues in St. Vincent, St. James's, the Mater Hospital and co-led by Professor Murray Trace Cooney from UCD and Vincent's. OK, now, most of the people that Ashling was speaking to there, they were out walking anyway, so they were already exercising. They don't necessarily represent the majority of older people. These were people who were exercising as it was. 
give me exactly what the... This was a tw- essentially a prescription of 20 minutes of daily exercise. Is it daily exercise or was it three or four times a week? What were you prescribing? Well, we were encouraging people to exercise about three or four times a week. But okay. I think it's nice that people build it into their routine almost on a daily basis. And wasn't it fantastic to hear the enthusiasm of people out and about and they're reflecting the benefits that they're feeling personally? What, and I um, I love the fact that people are walking every day. Walking is great for your cardiovascular health, something we heard about in the news bulletin. But interestingly enough, it doesn't do an awful lot for your muscles and bones. Okay. And our muscles and bones become increasingly important as we all get older. And we know we're in an ageing society. The group of over 65s in Ireland are growing at four times faster than the rate of growth of the general population. So what was in this 20 minutes that you were prescribing? So a series of 10 exercises for upper body, arms, as well as lower body legs. And they are as simple for the legs. It's as simple as a sitting to standing exercise. So they are well within people's comfort zone. We're not asking people to push themselves too hard. We're asking them to, to stay within their comfort zone, but to consider adding weight bearing exercises to your exercise. Regime. When you say weight bearing exercises, what, so what exactly a, do you a mean? A simple and when I'm sitting in my GP surgery, I pick up my water bottle and I, I demonstrate some very simple overarm uh, exercises using something as simple as a water bottle. If, okay. if that's too heavy for people, they can use a, a tin of beans. But younger people and, and those more uh, resilient and stronger can use simple weights like dumbbells. And the protein? That's a really important part of this intervention because one half is doing the exercises. Protein provides the building blocks for our muscles and bones to grow after we have done those exercises. So it's sufficient daily protein for a 70 kilogram adult or an 11 stone adult. You want to be taking about 80 to 90 grams of protein in a day. Things like milk, fish, eggs, plant-based protein, lentils and beans, you can get sufficient from that. And we have a, a, a guide to tell people how much protein they can get from average serving sizes. Is what you've discovered new? Well, everybody has known that exercise and diet is helpful to our health, but people didn't fully realise the profound effect that this can have on building resilience and reversing frailty. And frailty is this really important um, concept in our society as we all get older. It's this physical vulnerability to things like falls, dependency, disability. And about uh, 50% of those over 80 are frail, 10% of those over 65. And that's only going to increase as time goes on. We showed that despite the belief that that's an irreversible ageing process, we showed that that is in fact reversible. So there's actually great hope for us all that we can be more resilient than we believed. You spoke about one of the big benefits of this uh, plan being essentially that it's free. Okay, the protein eating part isn't because it may involve an adjustment of diet and a lot of people sometimes find that a protein, uh, adding more protein to their diet is more expensive. But the exercise part, given that most people over the age of 65 are on some form of regular medication. If this was to be added to their prescription. Well, I echo what uh, Niall Moyna, pr- professor in DCU, said on the Superagers programme recently in RT that if this were a prescription medication, it would be one of the most efficient and effective medications out there. So adding weight bearing exercises to your daily regime of walking or other exercises is really important. It's never too late to start exercising. And in fact, it's more important the older we get. Not necessarily that we have to repeat what Joe Wicks did during, uh, <laughs> during COVID. Fair play to that one. Most of us who tried to were absolutely shattered at the end of it. Dr. John Travers, GP in Dublin, thank you very much for coming into us this morning. It's nine minutes to eight.